0: Saving Thousands is brought to you in part by RP Funding. RP Funding, Inc. is licensed and can offer
1: loans in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and West Virginia, and is also licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance and by the Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Office is located at 500 Wonderly Place, Suite 300, Maitland, Florida, 32751. Telephone 321-397-4420. RP Funding's nationwide mortgage licensing system ID number is 70168, and Robert Palmer's NMLS ID number is 76197.
0: We're Saving Thousands with Robert Palmer right here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network just a part of the Robert Palmer family of companies. Robert Palmer is the all empowering consumer voice for all of us when it comes to informing us and empowering us in credit cards, savings accounts, investments, loans of all types, building our financial wealth and getting over those financial bumps and mountains that financial companies love to throw in our way so they can charge us more money. Got a great show lined up today for you and we invite you to let your friends know right now. Go ahead and text your friends and let them know that they could be saving thousands and learning a lot at the tabletop level right here with Robert Palmer. And we love being on this radio station. What a great lineup of programming they've got. Well, today's show is going to be very informative for you. Number one, we can be stronger than we think in controlling our finances. Robert Palmer will tell us how. We have an Ask RP where people get to ask questions, and this is about improving your credit score and doing it all by yourself, okay? Real estate is back in a big, big way, if you haven't noticed, and Wall Street is leading the charge. We'll get an update from Robert on the no-closing-cost-refi program he's got going. We'll talk about budgeting and keeping it real in your family, in your small business, and we're going to talk about the fact that the Robert Palmer family of companies, from the Saving Thousands Radio Network to RP Funding to all of the companies that work together to empower you, the philosophy behind those companies is consumer-friendly above all else. Consumer service, consumer satisfaction, and we get there by constantly sending out surveys and asking for input from our people that are using our services, and we hope that we make you happy. So let's start off, Robert. Let's talk financial empowerment. And the 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 key is that we can really
1: take control and do things ourselves. Yes, we can. And uh, and, and so I guess the the big issue is we have these self-limiting beliefs, right? And so the idea uh-huh. that we can't do something. And so I, I think a lot of people maybe look at credit and they say, I can't be responsible with credit. Uh, if I have credit, I'm going to screw up. You know, or, or Robert, I, I can't figure all these things out. You know, you're in the financial services industry. Of course, you understand interest. And of course, you understand late fees. And of course, you understand APRs and annual annual, annual fees. I don't understand any of that. I'm not in the financial business. Why? Why can't you? You know, and, and so the one of the great examples that I'm going to give today in this speech uh, is so when I was young, right, when I was probably three or four, uh, probably four, my, my mom taught me how to play chess. and so Certainly. And so a lot of people think this is crazy, right? But what I want you to think about is, Rob, you know, by the time we're three or four, we can speak. We can speak English. That's we have right. learned a language. And what I will guarantee you is I can sit down right now and take someone who doesn't know how to play chess and I can teach them how to play chess faster than I can teach them a new language. I mean, would you agree with that That's statement? That's true. That's very So, true. I never if, so of that. if a three- or four-year-old can learn a language, which is very difficult to do, why do we think they can't play chess? Uh-huh. Well, it's because we don't try. And so because we believe we can't do it, you know, we believe, oh, well, that's too young to play chess. That's too difficult. Let me tell you, we are a lot smarter than we all give ourselves credit for. Very it, true. And we can do things that we don't think we can do. And so if you will just just believe and just take the understanding and take off that that self-limiting belief that says, well, I can't be good with credit. I'm not good at math. I'm not good with numbers. Just do it. I mean, there's there's nothing. Look, I don't have any magical powers you know, there, there's nothing different about me and you. We all breathe the same air and, and, and we speak the same language and, and we do the same things day to day. We, you know, we put our, our shoes on one foot at a time. There is no magic to this. There, I have no magic powers. It's a, a want and a belief that I can understand these things. You know, I, I dropped out of college. You know, I, didn't, I wasn't taught everything I know about personal finance and credit cards from right. college or anywhere else. I made a decision to go out and learn it. And, and so what I will tell you is if you can strike down... Uh, any beliefs you have of things you cannot do. And this is one of the greatest things I have is I really, I believe I can do anything. And and it's sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad. <laughs> um, but what I will tell you is if you believe you can do this and, and trust me, you can, all right, the amount of math involved, the numbers involved, it is not it is not rocket science to be really good with personal finance. But for whatever reason, people shut down. Just like the idea, if I said, hey, I want to be out there to go home and teach their four-year-olds how to play chess, people are going to think, oh, that that can't happen. That doesn't make sense. Why not? I mean, the, the, a four-year-old can learn a language. Why can't they? Why can't they play chess? And and why can't you be a financial ninja? Why can't you be as good at understanding interest rates and APRs and everything as I am? And the, and the answer is you absolutely can. Uh, but you have to believe. You, you can't listen to me here on the radio and think to yourself, I can't do that. That's not for me. Because the minute you do that, the minute you put that limiting belief on yourself, the minute you put that doubt, the minute you refuse, the minute you make the decision that you can't do this, that this is too difficult, that this is too advanced when it's not, then you lose. And then you're not going to be able to do it. And on the flip side, you can't just sit there and say, oh, you know what? I'm going to be a smart, I'm going to be smarter financially and then magically become it. You've got to go out and invest the time and you've got to do the research. You've got to Educate yourself, and you've got to take advantage of resources like this show uh, in order to to elevate your knowledge. But you absolutely can do it. Uh, there, there's nothing magical or special. Certain people just make a decision that they're going to uh-huh. and believe you can. And if you believe, if one, you believe you can, and then two, you actually put in the time and do the research and, and learn, you can absolutely do all the things I'm talking about by taking advantage of the grace periods and the billing cycles and the float time on credit cards by taking advantage of paying, you know, instead of paying cash, financing something, if it's 0% interest and investing that money, you can do all these things. You know, you, you can, you can own investment properties. You can build personal wealth. You can become a homeowner. You know, there's so many things that we can absolutely do because what I want you to do is I want you to look at other people who do it and realize they're no different than you. Mm -hmm. If you're living in an apartment and one of your friends owns a house what do you really think is different? Oh, well, they have a better job than I do. Well, that that's relative. That doesn't mean anything. There's people with worse jobs than you that own houses, right? Oh, well, they they went to college and I didn't. There, I, there's people that didn't go to college that own houses. You know, all of these things, we can do them. You know, we are very, very intelligent beings. Our, our capabilities are much more than what we give ourselves credit for. Uh, and, and maybe we should probably fit this into the rules somewhere, Rob. But, you know, I, I, you have to believe in yourself. And, and I, I know that that sounds so cliche, and it, it, it's been beat down by the self-help gurus, and but it really it really is a, a beginning point. And, and what I will tell you is just believing in yourself isn't enough. But if you don't believe in yourself, then then it's a non-starter. You know, if you believe you can't do it, you're never even going to try. Uh, or at least if you try, you have a shot at success.
0: Coming up, more consumer empowerment from Robert Palmer. We're going to talk about taking control of your credit score. Instead of it controlling you, isn't that going to be a great day, huh? Well, it's coming once you listen to Robert Palmer. And it's actually easier than you think. You know, part of the Saving Thousands group is our SavingThousands.com website. SavingThousands.com. You have to spell out the word thousands. We've got an all-new design to the homepage that makes it even easier than ever for you to benefit, for you to learn, for you to become empowered. Are you tired of coming up to like Wednesday, even Wednesday morning and sitting there having your breakfast and saying, well, I've run out of money, but I certainly haven't run out a week. Well, that's where SavingThousands.com can empower you beyond your wildest dreams. So the new homepage kind of looks like this across the very top there are some tabs that you can click that are going to lead you right to some of our more powerful and more popular places on the site. Okay. So you'll go along and you'll have access across the top to the rules. Those are the saving thousands rules to success. Uh, you'll see the shows where you can tap on that and you can look at archived shows that you can actually listen to from right there on demand. You'll find station listings. That of course is a list of all of the great radio stations that we have invested in to run this show and empower you. And then there's a uh, there's a tab for the Home Value Hotline. Now we'll talk more about that later, but the Home Value Hotline is the most precise, the most dependable, the most accurate way for you to find out the value of your home. Well, Robert, let's talk about some of those steps that you have found in your life and in watching other people's credit scores that we can take to take charge of our credit score and take charge of our finances.
1: Yeah, this is a this is a good one. So uh obviously the first thing you want to do is you want to pay all your bills on time, All right. And, and so <laughs> what on time means is less than 30 days late, all right? So as long as it's less than 30 days late, it doesn't count as a delinquency. So I would say step 1 Randall is you need to get a copy of your credit report because you want to know you want to know what's out there. You want to know what you're up against. So you can uh, if you've been denied for credit recently, you can get a copy of your credit report for free mm-hmm. from all three of the bureaus by going to the website. If you have not been denied for credit, then you do not qualify for the free credit report, but you can pay to get a credit report and it's not much. It's like 20 bucks maybe. No, oh, okay. 20 30 bucks. And uh, so you go on to one of these sites. I personally use myfico.com mm-hmm. um you know equifax.com, experian.com, they've all got them. I like my FICO because it's got all three and it gives you the FICO score. I will say this, though. All three bureaus and all three FICO scores is like 60 bucks. So, yeah, it's it's yeah, expensive. Right. But uh, but whatever. It depends on how serious you are about fixing your credit. So you get your credit report and you take a look at it. And anything that says it's delinquent, so if it's past due. So if you've got a credit card that's 30 days past due, uh, if you can, you absolutely want to bring it current. you got to get everything current. If you can pay it off and close it, that's even more powerful Uh, Because a closed account will have less of a negative impact than one that was previously delinquent, but still open. And so if you have any old collections hanging out on there, old medical collections, maybe you went down to the hospital and the jerks never sent you the bill, you know, and they stick a collection on your credit and try to tank your credit score. uh, You want to figure those out so you can pay those, get those off your credit. Uh, any, if you had any old problems, like old credit cards, you want to get a plan together to start paying those off and getting those negative items off. So so step one is really to identify the negative items and try to resolve them. And that means pay them off. Uh, if they're inaccurate, dispute them and try to get them removed. Mm-hmm. You know, there's really no secret sauce to this, Rob. It's, it, it's, it's conventional wisdom. It's pretty common sense stuff, but you got to do it. So the first thing is take care of all the delinquent stuff. Get them current, get them paid off, get them closed, do whatever you can. And then make sure you pay everything on time. For as long as possible uh, the next thing is if you have high balances on your credit cards you want to pay those down and the important thing is you've got to pay them down before the statement comes out because they only report the statement balance right so if you wait and pay mm-hmm. it off after the statement comes out it's not gonna help you you got to pay it off right before the statement comes out so you want to have as low of balance as possible when they generate your statements the lower those are the Ooh. higher the better an impact it will have on your credit score uh, so you know if your credit cards are maxed out and over a limit that's going to really 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 damage your credit score Uh, As you get down to zero balance on your credit cards, it's going to really, really help your credit score. Now, the important thing is keep those credit cards open, all right? If they're positive accounts, if you've never been late on them, pay the balance down to zero, but still keep it open because now that shows you have access to the credit, but you're choosing not to use it. And that's a very positive sign to the credit bureau. They say, oh, look, Robert's got $50,000 available on this credit card, and he hasn't used a dime of it. Things must be pretty good in his life because he's not touching this massive credit card. You know, if if Robert has a fifty thousand dollar credit card and he owes fifty one thousand on it, trouble. Robert's in trouble. Robert's probably headed for bankruptcy, right? I mean, that's that's what they're looking at. Because if you, if you've got fifty grand on a credit card, and the interest rates like twenty nine percent or whatever, I mean, that's that's like a, that, that's bad news. And, and so that is a big indicator for someone who's heading toward bankruptcy, who's uh-huh. heading toward default. So paying those down to zero balance, leaving them open, and then for some people, Rob, they may need to add credit. They may not have enough credit. Uh-huh. And so when you get your uh, when you get your score, the bureaus will give you the little reasons there why your credit score is low. It'll say like recent delinquency, proportions of balances to credit limits. That means you owe too much on your cards, uh, lack of recent revolving activity, lack of recent installment activity. Mm. So revolving is their fancy word for a credit card, and installment mm-hmm. is their fancy word for like a car loan where you make a fixed number of payments. Revolving means you can charge it and pay it and charge it and pay it installment means they loan you the money and you pay it back over a set schedule, car oh, okay. loan versus credit card. Mm-hmm. So if it tells you you have lack of revolving credit, you have to go get some credit cards. If it tells you you have lack of installment credit, you need to go get, some, go get a car loan. Now, when you first get a new credit, a new debt, it will hurt your credit initially. Brilliant, For right. that first six months, it's going to hurt your credit. So this is kind of a long process. Yeah. You know I mean? Really, really making a big change. So that the quick thing you can do is anything that's delinquent, bring it current. And anything that's over-limit or maxed out, try to pay it down to zero. Those are the two fast Uh things you can do. If that doesn't get you to where you want to be, now you've got to try to rebuild credit and you've got to put more space between you and the negatives. And those things just take time.
0: And if you're just tuning in, you're saving thousands with Robert Palmer on this fantastic radio station. You know, we looked long and hard at each and every radio market that we're in, all the way from Miami, all the way up through Florida and across the Southeast. These radio stations... That you're listening to are very special, and you are very special, and you're exactly the audience we wanted to reach when Robert set out to empower hundreds of thousands of people on over a hundred radio stations. And right now, as of today, we're talking to you on about 88 stations. Plus, don't forget we have our all encompassing 24 hour a day, seven days a week iHeart channel. That's right. If you go to iHeart, wherever you are on this planet, that there's the internet, you simply go to iHeart and the search engine at the top, just type in Robert Palmer. That's right, Robert Palmer. And you'll see the insignia come up and that's 24 hours, seven day a week empowerment. Easy to understand, easy to follow rules and shows that will get you so empowered that you won't even have to think about it and you will have more money at the end of the day the end of the week, the end of the month, and of course, the end of the year and on through your life. You know, earlier I was talking about the all new homepage at savingthousands.com. And I was telling you that across the top, you have some very handy tabs. Well, right under that, there is a big tab that you can click to listen to one of the last radio shows that we've recorded right here in our studios. Now, under that, you're going to scroll down to eight tabs And those take you to great things like personal finance, credit cards, credit scores, mortgages, home ownership, financial zombieism, loans and banking, and associated articles and radio shows. We're making it simple. Robert, big business is back in the housing game. And they are clearing property like, well, almost never before. But the population, John Q. Public, well, we're not quite that motivated yet, but we should be.
1: Where Wall Street has come back, to be not so afraid of housing, the the consumer really hasn't. Uh, you know, we're not seeing millennials come out and buy the way they should. Uh, you know, this is the whole reason for rule number seven, own real estate sooner, or not later. Uh, when you look at the wealth being created, right? So, yeah, we had that period where there was a lot of wealth eliminated by housing. Uh, what we find is, Rob, what I find from my personal experience is most people didn't buy the house at that high, high value they remortgaged the house at that high, high value and got a bunch of tax-free cash that they used uh, to do other things with, right? right. And now there are some people who bought at the top, but for most people, if if you look at the number of people that are upside down and underwater, were underwater during the the, the lowest point in the market, that many people didn't buy houses during the boom. So a lot of those people were upside down because they had gotten second mortgages, they had remortgaged and cashed out their property, uh, and then the values dropped. So when we really look at... See those people actually made money off the deal, right? I mean, they mm-hmm. so they bought the house for two hundred, and then it shot up to four hundred, and they borrowed an extra hundred thousand against it, used it to go buy you know whatever a boat, a jet ski, a new car, and then lost the house in foreclosure, but probably kept the boat, the jet ski, the new car, whatever it is. That's not everybody, but there are people who fall in that category. And so when we look at housing over the long term, uh, it really only creates winners. You know, if if you look at it over 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, if you carve out the four years of absolute pain, which I will say ran from 2007 to 2011, right? Somewhere in there, maybe maybe eight to 12, somewhere in there. Uh, but people who bought after that are doing great. And people who bought before that uh, and didn't recash out and, and raise their mortgage balance, they're doing okay too. So uh, housing is a great thing. And housing is is such a key part of this country's wealth creation and the American dream uh you know we, we've talked about examples where if a two hundred thousand dollars house only goes up in value three percent a year that's six thousand dollars over ten years it's going to compound and end up being more like seventy thousand dollars because you're getting gains on the gains right it's compound interest it's compound appreciation you know where else can the average person pick up an extra seventy thousand dollars in net worth <laughs> over ten years without putting a dime into savings? Making the same exact payment they would have made if they were renting, right? That's the key. If if renting was way cheaper, then we wouldn't be having this conversation, right? Rob, if I could, if I could rent the house, for let's see. So if we're talking about uh, six thousand a year in appreciation on a two hundred thousand dollar house, we got twelve months. You're talking about five hundred bucks a month that that your house is is going up in value. It, on a two hundred thousand dollar home with a a, a normal three percent appreciation, mm-hmm. which we really haven't seen, we've seen more than that, uh, but we're going to be conservative and say three percent. So that's five hundred bucks a month. So if you could rent for a thousand a month, and the the house was going to cost you fifteen hundred a month for similar living conditions, right? Then at the end of that ten years, you would have it would be a wash, right? Because the the renter would have saved the sixty thousand dollars the owner has gained. Uh, the sixty thousand dollars in appreciation plus whatever they've paid down the mortgage, uh, so it, it's a much closer wash. But what we're seeing today is for a similar property, the rent is actually more than the mortgage payment. Right? I mean, Way. you see this, Rob. You're, you're Way in tune with what's going on in in the market. So today, that 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 house, the mortgage payment's fifteen hundred bucks. The rent payment's probably fifteen, maybe sixteen hundred dollars. And again, at the end of the 10 years, the renter doesn't have the equity. The renter doesn't have the lower mortgage balance. I mean, even after 10 years, you're going to pay down probably, you know, you would think, oh, 30-year mortgage. After 10 years, I'll have paid down one-third. It doesn't really work that way uh, because in the early days, you pay uh, less toward principal because it's going toward interest. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you probably will pay down about 15% of the value. So that two hundred thousand dollar house, after ten years, we've probably paid down the balance by thirty thousand dollars, and it's gone up in value by like seventy thousand dollars. Because the you know, so the reason it's not just six thousand a year, Rob, is so the first year it goes from two hundred to two hundred six. Mm-hmm. Well, now the next year, the three percent is off of two hundred six, so now it, it's like six thousand one hundred eighty dollars that it goes up, right? And so it goes up a little more each year because it's worth more and more every year. So you're talking probably seventy thousand dollars increase in value over ten years on a two hundred thousand dollar house using a conservative three percent appreciation, and then you're going to pay down the mortgage like thirty grand uh, on a thirty-year fixed-rate mortgage just by making your normal payments. If you throw in an extra payment a year, uh, you can really accelerate that and have even more equity. But you're talking about a hundred thousand yeah. dollars in wealth for doing the same thing you would have done if you were a renter, mailing right. in a check yeah. every month for one thousand five hundred dollars.
0: All right, Robert. Hey, folks, do you have equity in your home? Do you even know your home's value? Well, you need to know your home's value. But if you do have equity, we've got a segment of the show coming up with Robert Palmer that's going to talk about some very smart strategies that you can use with that equity that can really pay off short-term and long-term. You know, earlier I was talking about savingthousands.com, and I mentioned on there that, yes, we keep every radio show that we do we archive them for you so you can play them back by topic on demand. You've got a smart device, a smartphone, a tablet, whatever it is, you can play back our shows. So it's really cool. Now, here's some of the titles that are really trending right now. Trending number one is taking control of your credit score, even more than we talk about on today's show. Number two is putting your credit cards to work for you for financial benefits i've got a cruise coming up in a couple of months and you realize the reward points that i have built up on one single credit card are going to pay all but the port charges for my next cruise now that's pretty cool that's using a credit card to your benefits and we have a show on how you do that we have a show on the various types of home loans and the loan process from beginning all the way through closing Another show that's really trending hot right now is confused about refinance. Well, here's how it all works. Another, ways to save on your house payment without a refi. And and finally, explaining the mortgage process. That is very important because what goes on behind the scenes, once you know that, you won't be worried, you won't be intimidated by the process because you'll know exactly where your loan is on what day and what's happening with it? Sounds kind of cool, huh? Well, Robert, let's talk about smart strategies that you have come up with if we have equity.
1: So let's say you you discover that you have a lot of equity in your home, mm-hmm. right? Now what are we going to do? Well, there's, there's two ways to get access to that equity. Uh, number one is you can sell the home, right? So if you have a bunch of equity and you can sell the home, which really only does you any good. Well, there's a couple ways it does you some good. Uh, one, when you buy your next home, you can put just the minimum down payment down and you can keep that other equity out as cash. Right. Or you can buy a smaller home, which is an arbitrage. You know, if you sell a if you sell a $300,000 home with a bunch of equity in it and you turn around and buy a $100,000 home and get a mortgage on it, you're going to keep a lot more cash. You're going to free up monthly cash flow. These are all financial decisions you can make. Uh, the other thing is to refinance, and which we have a lot of people doing right now because I'm still paying all the yes, closing indeed. costs as a part of the, the $2.5 million closing cost giveaway I'm doing on RP Funding. So RP Funding, NMLS 70168, that's our license number. Uh, I took $2.5 million out of my advertising budget, and I stuck it into a slush fund that we are using to give away closing costs when people refinance their mortgage. And so what happens, is I'm basically bribing you to take your mortgage from wherever it is today and move it over to RP Funding, And in return for that, I'm going to pay all the closing costs so the refi doesn't cost you a dime in closing costs. All you've got to do is make your payments and pay your interest every month, which you're doing anyway. And you're probably doing it at a higher interest rate than the one I can give you. And if you need to take advantage of some of that equity and maybe you've got some credit card debt we want to pay off, Maybe you've got some loans that aren't at the most favorable interest rates and want to pay those off and bring those into a loan straight mortgage. Now is the time to do it because right now the refi doesn't cost you anything. And this is not forever. This, this is not always available. This is something unique I'm doing right now until this $2.5 million runs out. And when that happens, I got to decide, do I bring in more money from the marketing budget or I just let this program go? It'll depend. I mean, you know, we're getting licensed in 15 more states. We're expanding. You know, I'm probably going to be so busy. I can't continue to do the, the 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 closing cost giveaway, the no closing cost refi, but for right now it's there. And so if you're listening and you're thinking about refinancing, if you need to take advantage of some of that equity to pay off your credit cards, if you need to refinance, to just lower your rate, lower your term. Again, when you're looking at all the pieces on the board, all right, the refinance, Is one of those pieces available to you and it has its specific uses and if you understand the rules and you understand how to play with that piece and you understand how that piece fits into your overall financial goal it can be one of the most powerful ones you have you know people have been able to tap the equity in their home or refinance their mortgage to a shorter term and a lower rate think about that Rob if you cut five years off the back of your mortgage and your mortgage is $1,000 a month, you just save $60,000 by simply cutting five years off the backside of your term, right? Five years is 60 payments. If the payments are $1,000 a piece, that's $60,000 you saved by cutting the term on your mortgage by five years. These are the types of power plays people are making financially that wealthy people are making. I want to teach everyone how to do it, right? I want to make sure that every average consumer out there driving down the road right now listening to me on the radio understands how to use these powerful pieces that the wealthy use, right? To save money, to earn more money, to take advantage of arbitrages and take advantage of credit and use them to their fullest potential. And for some people, the arbitrage is refinance to a shorter term and cut five years off. For other people, the arbitrage is cash out and pay off other high interest rate debts. For other people, it's extend the term out and take the difference and invest it in the market. These are all different things you can do using that one piece, which is the mortgage refinance. And that piece is never going to be more powerful than it is today simply because I'm paying all the closing costs. Mm -hmm. So when you normally look at the the refi piece, when you try to use that piece, try to put it in play, there's a penalty. There's a cost. The cost is the closing cost. The penalty is the money you have to spend to pay the closing costs. That penalty, that cost is eliminated right now because I pulled this two and a half million bucks out of my advertising budget and I'm giving it away to people who refinance. So you don't have a cost, you don't have a penalty. You have an opportunity right now to use a free play, a free piece, right? In the refinance, to take advantage of today's interest rates, to take advantage of the arbitrage of lowering your monthly payment, of lowering your term, of taking cash out to pay off other debts, all of these pieces are available to you right now at no cost because I'm paying them and rates are still stupid low. That's the that's the official uh, mortgage technical term. That's it. Stupid low, right? I like that. Stupid low. Stupid low. Rates are stupid low still. And you can take advantage of all that without paying a dime in cost. All you have to do is pick up the phone right now and put that piece in play by calling us at RP Funding, 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. Eight six three four. that spells 855 RP funding on the keypad you can go to rpfunding.com Rob I really think they like it better when you give out the number so why why don't you give oh, it hey. out a couple times as well yeah <laughs> we, we we actually track this and you all are more likely to call when Rob says the number when when I am and so if that's what it's gonna take to get you to put this piece in play give them the number Rob
0: there you go you just reach down to your pad right now 855773. Eight six three four. There's no obligation. 855-773-8634. And it may go back to the home value hotline. 866-222-8231. I love to give the number. 855-773-8634. 773 8634 You know, I say that number so many times a day when we're doing our radio shows that oftentimes when people ask me what my phone number is, I can't remember. You ever have that happen to you? Well, we've got more financial empowerment coming up with Robert Palmer, but I couldn't talk about just the radio shows that are trending at savingthousands.com without giving you a list of some of the great articles that are so easy to read and so informative. I got to be really proud to be part of this company and part of a bunch of folks that dedicate each and every workday to only one thing, and that's empowering you. I mean, we don't make cars and we don't sell cars and Well, we don't build houses and we don't sell houses, but all in all, we help you to be able to afford a home and to afford a good lifestyle through coming to work, doing our research, and then just giving you great ideas all from the knowledge of Robert Palmer. How did Robert Palmer come up with all this knowledge that inspires the radio shows, the articles, and everything here? Well, over his entire professional career, Robert has been looking at mortgage applications. And he has been researching credit scores. And of course he is a student of the economy. So every day he notices more and more things that people do good to get them over 800. And he notices a lot of the problems people have because they've fallen for the tricks, the smoke and mirrors, and they have like a 500 credit score. Well, we don't want that. So some of the articles trending really good right now at savingthousands.com. One is moving back with mom and dad and an exit strategy that wins for everybody. Budgeting, four ways to stay on track. And does advancing my career mean drowning in debt? Just a few of the dozens of articles you'll find. Well, Robert, I've been learning so much from you over the years about mortgages and home buying that I now notice that too many people are putting the cart before the horse when it comes to getting that house.
1: Yeah, and it's just it's good planning up front. And I would tell you the, the problem in that scenario is they found the house before they did the budget, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is the mistake people make is once you go out there and you get emotionally attached to a house and you fall in love with it and you start picturing the kids running up and down the hallways and you picture the swing set you're going to put in the backyard and, and you picture the dinner party you're going to throw and all these things, once you're emotionally attached to that house – it's too late. I mean, good financial sense has gone out the door. I would love to tell you uh, that even I can I can avoid you know, avoid and resist that temptation. It's not, it's just, it's really hard. I mean, when you, once you have fallen in love with a house, because it's more than just a building, it's our home. It's where mm-hmm. we're going to go every night with our spouse. It's where we're going to raise our kids. It's, it's so emotional. And now you go back and try to do the budget, you're going to pencil whip the budget to make it fit what you've now emotionally fallen in love with. Right. So the key is you've got to do the budget first. Okay, and you've got to do this research first before you ever go look at a house and fall in love with it. Before you even call us, all right, to, to get pre approved or call us and get pre approved and we'll help you put the budget together. We'll help steer you in the right direction. You've got to do the budget because if you don't want to make those sacrifices today before you've fallen in love with the perfect see, once you fall in love with the perfect house, you will in your mind be willing to sacrifice anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, like you it's said, right. give up anything. But if you're sitting there today, you're not just going to start to volunteer and say, well, Yeah, I'll give up golf. Let's give up golf. There's no emotional attachment yet. There's no house you're in love with. And so if you do this exercise first, if you sit down as a family unit with your spouse and you go through and you do your budget and you say, okay, what are we comfortable with? And then you commit that you are not even going to go look at a house until you know it fits within that budget. And so what this means you're going to do is you're going to check the taxes and insurance before you ever go look at it. Right. A little more work on your part, but you're going to save yourself from this trap of emotional attachment. So your real estate agent sends you a list of 10 houses. Right. All right. So on those on the list for the real estate agent, it should list the taxes right there. And then you can call an insurance agent, call your insurance agent and be like, hey, here's here's 10 houses I'm looking at. Let me give you the details. You know, do any of these sound like they're going to be really expensive to insure? Are any of these not going to fit into my budget for what I'm Mm -hmm. trying to spend on insurance? Uh, Hey, real estate agent, are there HOA dues on any of these houses? If so, what are they? Right? And you've almost got to up front say, well, agent, uh, we're looking for a $160,000 house if it's not an association. And we're looking for a $150,000 house if it isn't an association because you know there's going to be association dues. Sure. And so that sales price is going to be affected accordingly. So if you take the time before you ever go look at the houses, look at them online, that's fine. Run your numbers. you know, Call us. We can help you run the numbers. We can run payments for each individual house for you. Uh, we can add in the taxes and insurance if you've got hard numbers from the the real estate agent for the taxes and from the insurance company for the insurance. And so before you ever go look at a house and fall in love with it, you can look at the payment and understand because the last thing you want to do is stumble into that house with the crazy expensive homeowners association, the crazy expensive insurance, the crazy expensive taxes, and you don't realize any of these things until after you've fallen in love with it, Right. And you make the mistake, you take the kids with you to look at the house, and they're in love with it, and everybody's in love with it. And now is when you're going home, and you're going to pencil whip the budget, and you're going to try to make it fit, and all you're doing is setting yourself up for failure. So do yourself the favor. Take the extra little bit of time and and calculate the payments. Work with us. We'll be happy to help you calculate the payments on each of the 10 houses uh, so that when you go out there and look at them, and you can eliminate the ones that don't fit the budget you are comfortable with, before the emotional
0: attachment sets in. So keep in mind, before you go out looking for those real estate signs in the yard, make sure that you've got a validated pre-approval. And for more information on approvals and pre-approvals, Robert and I have done not only full radio shows, and of course the staff has written some great articles on the importance of a validated pre-approval, but we've also done an info module. And you'll find that info module right there at savingthousands.com. Savingthousands.com. As I mentioned before, you have to write out the word thousands. But under radio shows, you will see some that are much shorter than the hour that we're on, like right now. These are little 5-, 10-, 15-minute info modules that Robert and I have put together when we're not in the studio doing live radio. We just live and breathe this stuff. Now, there's another portal on the Saving Thousand site that you can use to specifically get an answer directly to you. I know we do the shows, but there may be something that you have not heard yet, you've not read an article on, you've not seen a module on it, and you're wondering, hey, what is this all about? We call it Ask RP, and that is one of the tabs that you can hit as you're going through savingthousands.com. Some of the recent Ask RPs have dealt with um, kitty condos. That's that piece of real estate That you invest in in a college town for your kids. They have the privacy of their own home while they're in college. They have something that's building equity for you, for them, for the family, whatever. And of course, part of that house payment is being paid by what you would have paid for the dorm. And a big part of the housing payment is with other kids that are staying at the home too. Now you got to have some pretty good discipline, but it works out well. Well, here's an ask. RP. It's from Laurel, and Laurel says, "I've always heard about escrow. What does escrow have to do with anything?" Escrow. That's a that's a good question. You yeah. know, see, this is
1: the little things that that I forget about. You know, you you do it for so long, you forget what some of the the things that, that you know that the normal average person does not know. Yeah. So the whole idea behind escrow is that we're going to pay the taxes and insurance for you out of the mortgage payment. And so what happens is, Rob, obviously, you make your mortgage payment monthly. Mm -hmm. Right. But taxes, uh, property taxes here in Florida are only due once a year. And that's in November. And uh, then uh, insurance is due usually once a year and it's on the anniversary of when you got your policy. Right. So if we bought your home in March, then your, your uh, insurance is due every year in March. And so a lot of people all of a sudden get hit with this bill and it's like, all of a sudden they owe $6,000 in taxes or $2,000 in insurance. And uh, not everyone has budgeted accordingly and, and kept that money out. And so we decided in the mortgage industry, it would be helpful if we collected one-twelfth of the taxes every month and one-twelfth of the insurance every month so that when the bill comes, we pay it instead of the the homeowner. Now, some people don't like that, right? Some people want to waive escrow. They want to handle the account themselves. They want to, you know, try to collect interest on it and and, then pay it themselves, and and that's fine. The problem is we charge you a a little bit higher rate for that because it increases Mm -hmm. our risk Mm -hmm. uh, because the chance of someone defaulting, and then also we as a lender don't get to make the interest on that money. You know, we we have millions and millions of dollars of people's escrow money sitting in an account, and so there's a, a what we call an escrow waiver cost, right? And so it increases the cost mm-hmm. of your loan. Uh, usually, it's about an eighth of the interest rate. It's not a huge consideration. In some cases, uh, you know, you can buy it out with a small, like a quarter or a half point of discount, right, uh, to get rid of that escrow waiver cost. Uh, but most people take the escrow account. You know, it's one of those things. Uh, it's convenient. We take care of it for you. We pay it, uh, and then if you are putting less than 20% down. Uh, on most loan programs, you have to have an escrow account because the idea is, if you're putting limited money down, you don't have enough liquid cash laying around that you can handle the big hit for the escrow account mm-hmm. uh, for the escrows once a year to pay your own taxes and pay your own insurance. So, uh, I, obviously, I, I recommend people just let us handle it for them. It's it's cleaner, it's easier. You can budget monthly instead of worrying about it once a year.
0: Very good, very good. Okay, now that we know that, now sometimes in calculating when you're going to get your home loan you might have to put some money up in front, right? Because there's very, very seldom are you going to buy your home exactly on the anniversary of either the, uh, the property taxes or the insurance. Yeah. So the insurance, what happens at, when you're buying a new home, uh, the insurance you're
1: going to pay for one year at closing. And then we're going to collect a, a two month cushion to put into your escrow account. Right. Mm-hmm. And that cushion is there because taxes and insurance will change a little bit. Things happen, things go wrong. Now with the taxes, you're absolutely right. Very rarely are you buying a home exactly in November. Uh, That's where we can collect the right amount of taxes. So what happens is uh, we have to figure out how many months of taxes we're going to need. So let's say you buy your home uh, in in August, right? right. And so if you, if you close in August, your first payment is not due. You skip September, right? Because you pay interest in arrears. So when you close in August mm-hmm. and then interest will accrue the entire month of September and then you'll make your first mortgage payment to us on October 1st, right? So we'll, we'll have gotten one month from you. Uh, and then in November, we have to pay the taxes, <laughs> Uh So we're going to be 11 months short. So the idea is we have to collect all 11 months at the closing Mm -hmm. uh, and then you'll receive a a tax proration credit back from the seller. Uh, So the title company will figure out and say, okay, well, the seller lived in the house through August. So they owe this many days worth of taxes and they give you a credit back for that. And Mm. then we put 11 months worth of taxes into your escrow account. And so again, what it ends up being is about three months worth of, you have to put about three months in because the seller's putting the rest in. You're going to put about three months in, and then we're going to collect the you know collect the rest as we go, so that when November rolls around, we have enough money to pay your taxes, which is really what what this is all about: making sure that your taxes get paid on time and that your insurance gets paid on time, because we don't want anyone to have a home with no insurance on it, and us having to force place insurance. So if you do not escrow Ooh. and you do not pay your insurance, and your insurance gets canceled, we then have to force place an insurance policy on you as the servicer, and uh, it's not a very friendly policy. It's not it's not something you want to do. So we really want our customers to keep their insurance current, keep their taxes current. And the easiest way to do that is to let us handle it through the escrow account.
0: Okay, Laurel, now you have your answer. You and a lot more people know all about escrow. And again, there's some articles related to that. And there's some radio shows where we've talked about all things escrow. And now you understand why it is so important and why it can change over the years. Kind of something that you've got to keep a watch on. That's like a rule number two in our Saving Thousands rules to success. Rule number two is always know your numbers. You've got to know the balances on your credit cards. You've got to know the interest rates. So when it comes to the time that you're wanting to start cleaning out your financial house, we start by paying down the highest interest stuff first. So you got to know your numbers, right? And you have to know, as you heard earlier in the show, you've got to know about equity, what your home is valued at, not only for a refi, but also what is your home valued at when it comes to selling it? And boy, that leads to a lot of conversations. Home Value Hotline that we offer you at 866-222-8231 to just what you can do with that equity if you just want to do a refi. But again, Home Value Hotline is 866-222-8231. No obligation, try it out. You will get a precise a valuation of your home as established by a local real estate professional and get this no obligation no obligation whatsoever now there's another way to get that home value from our home value hotline and that is if you go to savingthousands.com and some of you out there are smiling saying i think that rob newton has an affection to savingthousands.com well i guess i do But anyway, there is a form on there that you can simply fill out. All the information is totally confidential, all right? So you can do that on the Saving Thousand site on that portal, or you could text us at 35353, 35353. Give us your address, and we will write you back again, totally confidential on what your home is worth. All right, and having said all that, I have to say this to you, Robert. Now that I've moved my offices into your offices, I realize more than ever that customer service is the top priority with every single person that works in the Robert Palmer family of companies.
1: I'm telling you, Rob, customer satisfaction is such a, a, key, uh, a key thing for us. We, you know, we do systematic surveying of all of our clients, and uh, this is something I think every business should do. And uh, so if, you're, if you do business with someone and you don't get a survey afterwards, you should be skeptical of why. You know so we we survey we give a little uh, a survey email to ask how the experience was after the first phone call uh, to make sure that our upfront sales staff and our upfront customer service team are doing a good job. And then we do another survey right after closing. And, and we actually base bonuses on those those results, Rob. We base promotions on those results. We take it very seriously. It's not just some number that gets thrown in a pile or some survey that no one ever reads. Uh, you know, it, it, we read that feedback. My mm-hmm. executive management team meets on those surveys. We have amazingly high scores. Uh, we use a system called Net Promoter Score. And uh, it, you basically, you, you take your 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 pros and your detractors and you run a formula on it. And we've got a very, very high score. And I'm very proud of my staff for that. And, and then we, we look at it and we actually run the score on individual employees. And so we slice and dice the data. And then we also run the the score on combinations of employees. Right, and so we we've oh. figured out that there's certain combinations of loan officer and processor that get lower scores than others, and so we so you know loan officer A may get perfect scores when he's teamed up with processor A, and he may get a little bit lower score whenever he's teamed up with processor B. But then processor B may get perfect credit, may get perfect scores whenever she's seen it with loan officer C. Mm -hmm. And so we've been able to slice and dice this data to give people the absolute best possible customer experience by using technology, by using customer feedback, and by making it a key point in our business. And this is something any small business owner should do. If you're listening to me right now and you own a small business, you owe it to yourself, you owe it to your customers to implement some kind of customer feedback system where you can track – and you can monitor, and you can look for trends, because guess what, Rob? We found some employees we had to fire oh, because no. of these, right? Because I'm not going to let one idiot screw up my reputation. Mm-hmm. I spent the last seven years building a reputation for having excellent customer service, for caring about my customer. And I can care all day long, but what I figured out is one idiot working for me, if unmonitored and allowed to, can destroy that reputation and destroy that brand in minutes, Right. All it takes is minutes. Mm-hmm. And so by monitoring these surveys, we've been able to route out some of the, the bad employees. And it's it, it, they're good at fooling us, right? Like if a manager is around, if I'm around, they are all smiles and happy, <laughs> but uh, they can't hide from the customers. And so we we take that customer service feedback very, very seriously. And it's a, a key metric we use in, in employee performance and in company performance. And I watch them and I watch the trends. And if we tick down even a percent, in that customer satisfaction uh, survey, I'm all over my executive management team, and then the problem is, you know, we we do we do better and better and better, and we keep raising the bar and raising the bar, and there I'm never go. I'm never gonna let it drop. I'm never gonna let them drop that bar. Uh, we have got to have great service. We've got to be the total package. We've got to be honest and transparent. We've got to not charge fees, we've got to have great rates, and we've got to have great customer service. And that's what we're all about here at RP Funding. And you can reach us at 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. Whether you're buying a home and need a mortgage loan, uh, interested in maybe exploring the idea of buying a home, or if you need to refinance, we've still got the no-closing-cost-refi special going on. Our license number is NMLS 70168. If you want to check us out, I'm Robert Palmer, president and CEO of RP Funding and you're saving thousands with me here on the radio.
0: And you carry the survey thing one more step for the consumer. See folks, it's all coming down to one common denominator, isn't it? And that is that the consumer comes first and we want you to be the most informed consumer ever. And the more radio stations we go to, the more magazines we put out there, the more public speaking Robert does, more and more people are becoming more educated and they're getting better service to boot and they're saving thousands. But let's go back to this survey for just a second because that's how people can now find the finest realtor for their needs, all because you care. Yeah, so one of the other things is uh, we had this, We we, ha- we would have the occasional
1: blip where someone would not give us a great score. And so we would dig in. Uh, cuz again, we I look at these. We are if someone doesn't give us a good score on the survey, if they're not happy, if they're not completely satisfied, we want to know why, True. you know. And so we dig in. And so there were some where we were looking and we're like, "Wow, I mean the they they so we ask them to rate the overall, you know, experience. Mm-hmm. And then we ask them to rate the loan officer, we ask them to rate the processor. And so we would see some surveys where they would give the processor a perfect score and they would give the loan officer a perfect score. But then they wouldn't give the overall experience a perfect score, and 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 they would give it like a five or a six, which we consider a failure because we failed to wow mm-hmm. you, we failed to impress you, we failed to make you a fan. And so we dug in, and what we figured out is when we reach out to them, because we call those people when someone is not completely satisfied, they're getting a call from the executive management team. And what we what we found out in the early days is they had a bad experience with their real estate agent. And that bled over into their overall experience with the transaction. And so I had a light bulb go off and I said, well, hey, why don't we just start asking that in the survey? And (laughs) so now we survey the customer and we say, hey, please tell us about your experience with your real estate agent. And so we've been doing that for about two years now. So I have thousands and thousands of customer feedback surveys on local real estate agents all across the I-4 corridor. Wow. And so while I am not going to publish that, I'm not going to make that public, I'm not going to create a witch hunt or call anybody out, uh, but if an, if a customer calls here and wants us to recommend a top-notch real estate agent, I've got the best database in the planet to do it. Because here's a couple of differences with us. One, those surveys can't be faked. Because guess what? I know whether or not you just bought a house through Susie the Realtor, because I financed it. You know. I know. So I know you're really the consumer, and you're not Susie's cousin trying to give her a positive review. This is one of those places the big Z falls short mm-hmm. because they'll let anybody review anybody. And so there are agents out there who go from Internet Cafe to Internet Cafe logging in positive reviews about themselves to try to boost their numbers. Nobody can game my database. Right. It's my customer. I know who they are. I've seen their ID. I've seen their credit <laughs> report. I've seen their pay stubs, their W 2s, their tax returns. I know their entire life history. And so I know who they are. And I know they're being honest with me when they privately give me a survey and a review on their experience with their real estate agent. And so we have compiled all of this data. And I will tell you, no one else out there has data like this, right? Because again, you got to remember, folks, the real estate agent doesn't always pick RP funding, right? The consumer does. And so the real estate agent may have a best buddy who's in the mortgage business or whatever else. We see all real estate agents. We see everyone because the consumer is choosing RP funding. So what normally happens is, you know, one real estate agent, they send all their business to one lender, and they just keep seeing each other. And so Susie at the mortgage company always sees Johnny at the real estate company, and they're a little team, and they always do business together. See, I get to see everybody because all of a sudden one day one of Johnny's clients says, well, hey, Johnny, I'm not using Susie. I'm using RP because he's got no fees and great service, and he's going to take care of me. And so I get to see surveys on thousands of the local real estate agents. So I know who the really good ones are. (laughs) I know who the really bad ones are. And while I will not publish that data, uh, we are happy to recommend and connect you with one of the great ones based on that data. And so if you call in here and you're going through the pre-approval process, just let your loan officer know that you would like for them to connect you with a highly rated based on my surveys, my proprietary data, my rock-solid data, my verified data, who the best real estate agent is for you, we're happy to make that introduction, all right? 855-773-8634. That's 855-RP-FUNDING. 855-773-8634. Call us right now. Get pre-approved for that home loan. Start yourself Mm -hmm. down the road to home ownership. We'll introduce you to the right real estate agent. We'll take care of you every step of the way. And if you're looking to refinance, if you've got a high interest rate, you need to pull some cash out and pay off some credit cards, you want to shorten your term, Whatever you need to do, if it involves refinancing your home loan, make us one of the stops on your shopping around journey. 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. That's 855-RP-FUNDING.
0: That number, once again, is 855-773-8634. And, of course, don't forget the Home Value Hotline, 866-222-8231. All right, savingthousands.com. I know I've said it a lot, but that thing is a great site. The Saving Thousands rules to success, the list of all of the radio stations that we're on, and more and more and more. Thank you very much for listening in today, Robert. Thank you. And once again, folks, I can't tell you what a pleasure it is to do these radio shows and know that we're empowering you. And I'll tell you what a greater pleasure is. And that's to watch the people that come in and out of the different companies that Robert owns and these people come in little strangers the first day friends when they walk out that first day and family as they continue their relationships with a Robert Palmer family of companies just give us a call no obligation and we'll tell you some of the things we can do for you 855-773-8634 that'll do it we're all saving thousands with Robert Palmer